And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. They say it couldn't be done. When you talk about comeback stories, we're not talking about Rudy. We're not talking about the Patriots beating the Falcons. We're talking about For the Pops recording their second show here on the NAI Pop Network. As always, I am Scotty Slade. I'm with my co-host, none other than Jamie J. Mikowski. What's going on, Jamie? Hey, Slade. How are we doing tonight? Doing good. You know what? What this show indicates... Is our free meal that we get from Brian Malone is for hitting two episodes That's right. before the end of 2017. Like WWE used to do uh, In Your House Buried Alive. <laughs> this is For the Pops, free dinner. I love it. I wonder where we're going to try to get him to take us. Well, I think you should let me pick one of my pompous restaurants. <laughs> you know, that we could, I could run up a second mortgage well, for him. I've seen his chaotic check, so potentially that might work out. That's true. That's a good point. So the key part of this show, for those that are just starting to tune in, every week we're going to have a rotating guest. We're going to try to make it like a round table. We're going to talk about everything under the sun because wrestling is not the only thing wrestling fans like. Comic book, movies, pop culture, you name it, we're going to talk about it. And here tonight, we have none other than Tarzan Taylor, Matt Spectro, Matt Hilds, whatever you want to call him. Tarzan, welcome to the show. All right. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. And you know what? If one surprise wasn't enough, we've got somebody who's been on an extended hiatus, a former referee of the ring. Michael Crockett, how are we doing today? Well, I'm still a referee. I'm just not in the ring. What? Where are you a referee? I'm just on a hiatus. Extended. I'm not a former referee. Oh, oh, just a referee (laughs) on a a hiatus. Just in case you ever want to jump back in? Any day. He could just, just, he could tear off his shirt like Superman. Have you been? And he has a ref shirt under (laughs) there. You don't want to see me tearing off my shirt. What do you mean? He's been jumping on a trampoline. He's ready. He's (laughs) he's waiting for it. I got to admit that Buried Alive reference confused me. Why? In your house, Buried Alive. Remember, they used to do subtitles for all the In Your Houses. Yeah, what's it got to do with... Well, because ours, <laughs> ours is, for the pops, subtitle, free dinner. Ah, because see? Brian Malona said that we wouldn't do... mind games. And exactly. Like ah. so mind games. This one is for the pops. Gotcha. Okay, now I get it. You, right. need to, uh, you need to pick it up a little bit. You're a little out of practice. Right. And this is a brand new podcast, you know, for the pops. You're on the second episode. We, uh, we're starting to hit our stride as we head into the end of 2017. And as the name indicates, I think, Michael, you were chatting with me offline one day. Yes. How you kind of finally figured out the entire reference for our podcast title for the Pops? Yeah, that yes, uh, we are also Scotty Slade is a new dad. How old's your daughter now? Uh, five months. Um, <laughs> five months. It shouldn't take from an experienced dad. It shouldn't take you that long. Uh, once we get out of the months, I'll be set. It'll be all right. I so, gave you practice before we got on the air. You count. That actually did. You did t- <laughs> talk to me a little bit before we went the air. So Scotty Slade has a five-month-old daughter. Uh, I've got a fourteen-year-old daughter. And Matt, you are recently married, who I believe two stepkids? Yes, two stepsons. Boys? Yes. Stepsons would be boys. Stepsons yes. would be boys. And how old are they? <laughs> uh, um, uh, okay. See, no, no, no. As, you 11, see? Them, as an experience. 11 and one turns 10 in next month. Okay, I'm going to give you guys, as still both somewhat newlyweds and definitely new dads, I'm going to give you a couple of pointers. A uh, couple of things you always want to notice. Number one, when, you're, when your lady gets a haircut... You always want to notice and compliment her. And number two, know the ages of your kids. So there's your little veteran pop advice for today. And Michael, you are married. How long have you been married now? Oh, about a year and a half. And you have a cat? 
Oh, yes. You beat me to it. So that counts. Oh, that counts. <laughs> so to some people, cats are just like kids. So exactly. There you go. You're kind of a pop, but but not really. But uh, thank you to uh, you and Brian and the WPAN podcast for lending you to us tonight. That, well, thank you for uh, having me here. It's wonderful. Just so I, I can get this out of the way, are we calling Tarzan Matt? Are we going uh, Spectro <laughs> Hilt? Uh, what, what? What? So we don't confuse the listeners. Don't I mean, call me Tarzan. Yeah, you had a T-shirt that said that, right? <laughs> <laughs> a T-shirt. So, what? Did, does anybody even call you Tarzan anymore besides this uh, group? If you didn't know me from wrestling, no, that's the only people that call me. Right. To give everybody a little bit of background on on Matt, Matt was uh, was a wrestler for how long? God, uh, can't remember all those title runs, brother. <laughs> it was definitely, I would say, thirteen years of actually, you know, just wrestling, and then the rest was, you know, management. Right, and then my former company, or my soon-to-be former company, Chaotic Wrestling. Still you are, you are company our, when this airs. You are our booker and head writer for how long? Four uh, years, five years? It was two thousand. It was right after Cold Fury ten, mm-hmm. and then it was about six months after Cold. Fury 14 or 15? What was Divide and Conquer? Uh, that was 14. That was, that 14. was 14. Yeah, 13 I main evented. That was your high point. Yes, yes. And then it just <laughs> 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 Whenever, the, the main event was Chase Del Monte versus Donovan Dijak. Yeah, I it think was that like was six that was months 14. after that. Okay, 14. Yeah. Well, pretty much for Cold Fury main events, you can about say four years. the main event was either Chase Del Monte or Brian Fury. <laughs> and then I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So. No, why, why would it? We, we like consistency. One thing we like for our... Oh, I forgot, Brian Fury is retired <laughs> yes, and he did air quotes for those of you uh, listening, because this is not a visual medium today. I'm actually very excited that Matt's on the show today, because uh, my brother, who's also named Matt, had listened to the show, and his one thing was is he was hoping that there'd be more swearing, and I said, don't worry, because when Matt comes on the show, I said, who knows what type of language is going to fly from his mouth. So. Can we swear on this podcast? You can swear on this podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll, 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 try to, we'll try to reel it in. We actually have, uh, we actually have For the Pops rules. Uh, it's no blood, no cursing. <laughs> Stay, <laughs> off, the Stay off the barriers. Uh, don't grab signs from the crowd. Um, and, you know, stick to your times. Uh, speaking of sticking to our times, we actually have a full lineup tonight. We're go- we have a bunch of topics we're going to go into. Uh, after we go to break, we're going to come out. We're going to talk about a recent event for some of our wrestling fans out there that happened at Chaotic Wrestling's Breaking Point. We had kind of an unusual situation. We've seen this happen in WWE before, and now we kind of had it in Chaotic, and we want to get everybody's different viewpoints on that one. And then a little bit later on, we're going to switch gears and get into a little bit of pop culture. And we're going to talk about superheroes on television, what some of our favorite shows were, what some of the ones we don't like, what we're watching now, and if any of us have any guilty pleasures. And of course, at the end of the show, we're going to have our famous For the Pops pop quiz, where I'm going to, go in, where I'm going to ask, us, ask you all to compete and ask you some current pop culture questions. I'm undefeated, so no... Uh... Don't be scared. <laughs> I believe undefeated. You got one right on the on the last I show. Got, I got two right. I got two. One of which I believe I gift gift wrapped for you. You, you gift wrapped that very very much so. But you know we're really looking forward to this again. Thanks to uh, Mike. Thanks to Matt. Thanks to Crockett. Thanks to Tarzan. Thanks to all four of you for being here tonight. <laughs> and what we're gonna do? We'll take a uh, quick break. When we get back, we're gonna talk about Chaotic Wrestling's breaking point and what happened in the steel cage match. So we'll be right back with For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out you know the new age inside wrestling show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect discuss and to be heard but what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same that show is late night liam show hosted by myself liam striker and me bill neville Join us immediately following NAIPod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAIPod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. Welcome back to For the Pops with Jamie J. Mikowski and Scotty Slade. And so this segment, we're going to call it What Would You Do? So to give you guys a bit of a background. So there we are. We're in Haverhill, Massachusetts. We're at Breaking Point, hosted by Chaotic Wrestling. The main event is a cage match. And left in the ring is, uh, oh my goodness, I already forgot his last name. Mike, Mike Verna. Mike Verna. Why do I want to call him Taverna, like Mike Taven? Anyway, uh, it was Mike Verna, Chase Del Monte. Uh, Mike Verna picked uh, Chase up for a powerbomb, threw him into the cage, as Chase started to slide down, um, I still can't figure out how this happened, but uh, the way that the cage was bending actually impaled Chase's arm. <laughs> yep, and uh, Chase then physically got stuck. Uh, Mike had went up to Chase, went to go whip him off the ropes, and when he pulled on him, Chase couldn't move because his arm, I think, was it his left arm? Yeah, it was his left arm. It was his, his left forearm. Yep. So his left forearm was still stuck into the cage. So what ended up happening was is, uh, Jamie will end up taking over because he saw a lot of it firsthand. But to get him free, they actually had to go into the cage and use wire cutters to free Chase Del Monte. So, Jamie, from, uh, before we jump into what we would do, um, can you just explain what happened for the remainder of that? Well, the way it started was I, I was actually backstage um, doing nothing. I was just chatting, kind of watching on the monitor. I know you all find that really hard to believe that I was at a chaotic show not doing much. But all of a sudden, it was, I believe it was Mary, who helps run our soundboard, came running in and said, Chase is stuck in the cage. Oh, my God, Chase is stuck in the cage. She was really nervous. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, Chase is stuck in the cage. Just open the door. Let so, him out. Well, I ran out there. What I thought had happened was because the way our cage works, it sits on the apron. I thought maybe when Verna threw him into the cage that the cage kind of bowed out a little bit and that Chase's arm slid in between the apron and the cage. So all we we're going to have to do was pull on the cage to release whatever part of Chase's body was stuck. When I got out there and I looked, no, you actually saw the bottom of the steel cage. For those of you listening, picture like a fish hook, a curved piece of the cage went up in and curled inside his arm Ooh. so he couldn't move. 
<laughs> so at that point, um, I ran and got the EMT who we had on duty that night. After earlier the night when he approached me and said, so what do I need to do tonight? My exact quote was, don't worry, nothing ever happens at our shows. Just sit and relax. Now, when we ran Cold Fury in this building, they didn't have EMTs on site, right? No, this was because we drew such a big crowd there. <laughs> yeah. They made us bring it's in police and knew. fire and EMTs this time. So, yeah, so now I get there, and we realize we can't get them free, so now the EMT doesn't have wire cutters. I actually don't know where the wire cutters came from. At any school, there's always that one guy that lives in a shed that just has everything that they need for that building. So I'm sure that that's how they got something of that nature. It was the Willie of Haverhill High School. So eventually, what we did was we, as as Slade said, we actually physically cut the mesh of the cage to to free Chase. Um, and, and the then cage remained in the cage, his arm. Yes, the cage remained in his arm until Chase and I got to the hospital about 45 minutes later. Jesus. So now I guess the big question I would have, and I'll I'll kind of lead the charge on this because it's great. I've got um, two wrestlers, a former booker, two former bookers, actually, because Crockett, you booked for Chaotic Wrestling as well, a little bit. and a referee. And as, as Slade pointed out, our, our topic is, what would you do? I'm going to start with you, Crockett. Uh-oh. As a referee, this happens in the ring, whether it's, you know, somebody gets bloodied. We've seen that happen before. But in this, what do you do as a ref? I think first things first is you talk to the talent, talk to the guy who's, I, I mean, I can't think of anything like remotely like this that happened with me in terms of someone. But I mean, you've had to convey a guy being hurt in a match, right. I assume, before. Right, right, right. I, I don't think I've ever stopped a match. Um, and I, that's what you said you wanted to do, and you did. Did you stop? Because I wasn't well, out there for this. I'm actually looking forward to watching the uh, the footage of Breaking Point. We have a we have it privately first before we before we release. I actually think it's on. Uh, chaotic on demand for those of you who want to watch breaking point go to chaotic on demand.com uh-huh. and you can download uh breaking point well that now. will chaotic on demand still be up and running january 1st or? Uh, it will be oh, uh, that that will be part of the new transition chaotic wrestling will we have to like blur out certain logos All right, enough <laughs> enough out of you we're gonna blur you out in a minute um i actually why i want to watch it back is i stopped the match because when i got out there and he couldn't move I, I don't even remember who the ref was. I said, all right, call it. We rang the bell. Rich never made an announcement. And Verna stayed in there, and Chase was stuck to the cage. But I ended the match. Then... Ring the damn bell! We cut him loose, and then Chase went and hit a finisher on Verna for the finish again. And so we kind of had two finishes right. to the match. <laughs> so, all right. So, so Slade, I'm going to turn to you next. You're the wrestler. Yep. Uh, I'm going to do this in two ways. You're going to be Chase. Okay. You're stuck in the cage. Am I like Chase Chase? Like I'm also Booker Chase? Um, like, yeah. Sure. You're Booker Chase cool. as well. So I actually, I could tell you exactly because I was actually yelling in the back when I found out that he was stuck. Um, when the first pinfall happened and the crowd didn't know how to react and Rich wasn't announcing, it was clear that like the rules really weren't laid out there. Right. So nobody really knew the exact way that it was supposed to finish. As soon as he got stuck, all I kept yelling at the screen was, is, have Mike exit the cage like to win that way. It's down to the final two. All he's going to do is tell the ref to give Rich the Iggy that once Mike Verna hits the floor, ring the bell, announce, right. and the winner. And the way Chase is overanimated, you could easily play up the fact that he's legitimately stuck, which he was. And th- I mean, that's me. That's what I would have done. I would have forced the finish, putting Mike over. I... I don't know what the purpose was having Chase go over. I don't know where he plans to go with it, but I, that's what I would have done. I would have told Mike to leave. 
And so, Tarzan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to the, flip the script on you. You're Verna. You know that Chase is supposed to win. You've just thrown him into the cage, and now he's stuck there. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, you're the baby face. I mean, you don't want to look like a like a complete asshole. That you know, I guess I don't know how much heat was going into the match, so I guess it would be kind of hard to determine. Like, if they have a blood feud going into it, I, I it just puts them in a terrible position because yeah. you can't sit there and be like concerned. They didn't, it, it put but you, you don't want to go out. built up where they didn't. Uh, it was not like a thrown together match. Like there was stuff there. That's the problem. So, but yeah, so it's kind of in a trap because if he just walks out, he's like a baby face walking out to me is like, well, I seems like he'd care more about getting revenge than actually necessarily winning. So as a, it's really a tough spot to be in. I would think as the, especially with a guy who I, I don't know him, but I can't imagine as much experience. So it's really hard to make a decision. I would think in that. I actually think you've made a good point that hasn't been brought up in all the conversations since then. Um, is what the roles of the two guys were in there. You know, it, it really was a worst case scenario. If you flipped it where the baby face is the one that's stuck. Yeah, it would have been. And perfect. the heel's still on top, then you're fine. You know, oh, the heel yeah, can yeah. put the boots to him, he can do a million things to make himself look like more of a jerk. Yeah. And you have an easier finish there. You know, the fact that and I, I felt bad for Verna because he had just taken something, so he's kind of selling over in the corner and he was starting to look stupid because he's selling for so long until I get to ringside and i'm like he's hurt i think it was tony might have been the ref I think so. i'm like tony ring the bell match is over then i worked my way over to chase and chase starts screaming at me no 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 the match isn't over the match is over i'm like the match is over and then next thing i know logan's were in the ring and they were tending to chase by that time verna had to come up and i yelled at the logans get on verna so they started beating on verna and then somewhere in the middle of all this chase got freed and pinned Verna, if I remember. Yeah. That's... By far, again, all of you, and I'm not, I'm not just pushing Chaotic Wrestling on Demand. If you're a wrestling fan listening, go and watch Breaking Point on Chaotic on Demand, Chaotic Wrestling on Demand, and, uh, and check the finish of this out, because what you're seeing is uh, reality. We were all just trying to react and figure out, you know, what to do, and everybody, it was so foreign, and so many of us in there, you know, Verna is a little bit less experienced, but you had... Me, Chase, you had a bunch of people who were experienced out there still not knowing what the hell to do in that situation. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I would do as as the referee. Um, I guess I would I would wait for Jamie to come out and say <laughs> ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, like you're almost like the key communicator at that point, right? Like yeah. Between like yeah. Rich and stuff. I, th- I mean, like I said, it, it compounds everything. The fact that Rich really wasn't in the loop on what the rules were. The first pin happens. They don't really ring the bell. Rich doesn't make any announcements that somebody's eliminated. The crowd thought the match was over because it was the first pin, but then one person just left the cage, and it was really awkward. The guys in the ring should have felt that. They should have known that at this point it was a – empty canvas they could have done whatever they wanted so that's why when it was down to just them two they literally could have done anything they wanted to change the rules and everybody just would have assumed that they were flying by the seat of their pants and like i said if you're a wrestling fan or even if you're a fan of pop culture in general if you're someone who loves like watching bloopers from tv shows <laughs> watch this match because you know, seriously, if you're gonna watch a match to watch anything that can go wrong go wrong we did a spot with the fireball earlier oh, in the match yeah. and anthony green tarzan he had practiced allegedly with this fireball for days and weeks. And of course, when it came time to throw the fireball in his partner's face, Hogan Warrior 2. Yeah, the first fireball went off in his crotch. <laughs> and then uh, That's then the only fire that's ever gone off in his crotch. <laughs> 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 I'm 
Oh, my brother at home right now is <laughs> smiling ear to ear. I guess it wasn't all good, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Well, I saw the finished video, and it, and it looked fine. The I guess this. I guess it was the second one. Yeah. But I guess it must have been edited level uh, cl- very cleanly. So now I'm going to ask because Tarzan, you weren't there. I'm going to ask Crockett and Slade because you guys were there. How long do you think all that went on for? That he from when we realized from he was when we realized stuck? he was stuck to when we got him free to all that. Do you know the answer to this? I do know the answer. Oh, to this. Okay, all right. I was like, uh, I would say it felt like five to six minutes. Uh, three. Michael is dead on. It was, it was like three minutes and fifty seconds, just under four minutes. To me, I thought like half an hour had gone by. It felt like an eternity. Because <laughs> I, I also <laughs> forgot in the middle of this. At some point, I ran to the back and I got Warbeard. And another baby face. I forget who I grabbed. I grabbed two baby faces and I said, get ready when the Logans jump Verna, go. And I was going to make... Did you, get, did you get Briggs? I don't remember. Maybe. But what I was going to do, Tarzan, was I figured if this has gone to hell, I was going to fill the ring with the schmas. I was going to send everybody in there, just let a brawl start in there, throw out the whole match, and we'll sort it out later. Probably would have been a smart thing to do. But now, Tarzan, I want to ask you, because again, as we, as we talk wrestling a little bit, so let's assume... I had done that. I end the match there. And now I've screwed up your booking. That the goal is for Chase to go over. How much of a pain in the ass is that for you? Uh, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't... I mean, granted, this is... I don't know all the things going into it or where they're going with it, but it doesn't feel to me like that completely screws the pooch that you couldn't come... Like, you couldn't, you know, come back from you doing that, I don't think would have been the end of the world. I mean, it's easy. If I was the booker, I wasn't active wrestling... I could in the back thinking of a couple ideas. I imagine it's kind of hard to come up with an idea to make it work when your arm has got a piece of metal jammed through it. Yeah, I don't know. I it, I think no matter what the finish was, I don't think it would have ruined anything. It's not like this is a title change. It's not like this is a stipulation type thing. They did what they wanted to do. They did the turn with AG, um, and then the match continued, and they went on. And Was it pinfall, or was it guy you have to escape the cage? I mean, So I that's the thing. It, the, the rules weren't explained. It was just supposed to be pinfall submission, anything. It was just a regular match, just elimination. But when the first elimination happened, the crowd cheered, and then it was silent because Rich didn't announce what was going on. So the crowd didn't know the rules exactly. Rich openly admits after the match he didn't know the rules exactly. And so that's why I keep going back to my thing. Like You had now, at this point, you could do anything. To get it right, and I was not in the production meeting because I think after after that elimination slate, Rich did start announcing them because I think I might have been sitting next to yeah, somebody, Julian. I, I think I was sitting next to Julian, or some, I was sitting next to I think Brian Fury might have been sitting on one of the crates with me, and I'm like they don't know what's going on, and I ran and gave word to Julian and Rich to start announcing the eliminations. Now, good. Uh, again, wasn't there. I don't know all the circumstances, but. It, it just seems to me like that's just a complete burial of the baby face. Yeah. The heel looks amazing. The baby face looks like a complete jump. I don't know how that helps your baby face The going views forward. and opinions of Matt Spectro do not reflect <laughs> uh, any of the particular co-hosts who are still currently active roster members of Chaotic Wrestling <laughs> under the regime of Chase Delmonico. Now, I do want to let you guys know my favorite part of the story is, and Crockett, you kind of know this, for years my role in Chaotic Wrestling has been when somebody has to go to a hospital, I go with them. So uh, Chase gets taken in an ambulance because the EMT – Overreacted a little bit, calls an ambulance. So he goes, and the Logans grab me his gear bag, and I hop in my car, and I go. So we get there, and I have to check in. And 
uh, I get to the little desk. Now, Chase is still in his gear, so he's still in his little... Not, yeah. to, not to cut you up. Did the ambulance end up coming? Oh, yeah. Who does that go? Who, who pays for that? Oh, I don't know. Not Chaotic Wrestling. That's, that's that what I meant. Right <laughs> Let me put it this way. If they build Chaotic Wrestling, uh, <laughs> they'll pay it after in 60 to 90 days because it's not getting paid in 2017. <laughs> so, But now Chase is still in his gear. So he's still in like his green and orange little pleather shorts. He's got his boots on. And for this match, for some reason, he had like this porn star mustache yeah. he had grown. So now I get there to the emergency room and I go in, I go, hi, I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for somebody who just came in with something in his arm. And the woman goes, OK, what's your relationship to him? <laughs> and I pause because if it was chaotic wrestling, I would say, oh, well, it's my partner. But I don't want to say that. I don't want to say it's my friend because, again, he's coming and look, look like he just came to the village people party. So I'm like, uh, it's his boss. So sure and shit, I get in there. And, I mean, the emergency room in Haverhill at midnight on a Friday night is not where you want to be. We got one guy Boss, who... Papa Cub, it's all the same. It's one guy who he's, he's drunk off his ass, and he, he meant to go to the rehab center, but he went to the wrong place. <laughs> but now they can't release him. Now he's trying to start a fight with the security guard. And Chase has now become the center of attention. It's like, all oh, the security guards and nurses, because they've never seen this injury before. Well, now the doctor comes over, and she says, I think we can get it out. And she had actually trained in Gloucester, Mass. So she was used to fish hook injuries, believe it or not. <laughs> She's like, I think we can do this like a fish hook. And she said, but the only thing we have to be careful of is if it's wrapped around a vein. Uh, we're going to uh, have to, hold on, we're going to have to call in the vascular surgeon on call. So I kind of half turn, I look at the on call board and I look down at vascular and I turn back to Chase and I say, uh, just so we're clear, if that's wrapped around a vein, you have two choices. We can leave it in there or we can leave you to die. And he's staring at me. I said, the vascular surgeon on call is my next door neighbor, uh, Dr. Paré. And I said, there's no way I'm freaking waking Gary up at two in the morning to come over here to fix your ass because you've got a steel cage. I said, I can't, not even I can afford the dinner I would have to buy my next door neighbor uh, for waking him up out of bed to remove that was very steel cage. That was very subtle how Jamie just talked about how a uh, vascular doctor lives in his neighborhood <laughs> next door. Gary. <laughs> You know, we welcome all kinds in our neighborhood. The less fortunate, like vascular surgeons, they're welcome <laughs> in my neighborhood, too. I would should have been there because without getting into details, I have some experience at having things, foreign objects. Inside you? <laughs> in, in, <laughs> inserted into my skin. Oh, so, skin. Uh, <laughs> oh, skin. You piece of shit. <laughs> into my skin. I want to repeat that. Foreign objects in my skin. Even that's like, okay, that, that's. <laughs> but I think we've said too much as it is. Don't, don't we have a, another segment? I don't, I don't think we're going to beat that. So uh, All shapes woo. and sizes. So, um, wow, I've literally got no good outro from that. Just like the cage match, there's no way to get out of this segment cleanly. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about superhero TV shows that are so popular right now. We're going to talk about some of our favorite ones from our childhood, what we're watching now, what we should be watching, and something tells me I'm going to get berated for not watching a certain superhero television show uh, over the last few years. So we'll be right back with more of For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
you know the best cure for a case of the Mondays? I don't know. Vodka? No, 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 no. It's the wrestling podcast about nothing. This is referee Mike Crockett. And I'm pro wrestler Kingpin Brian Malonis. Every week, we're pulling back the curtain on the world of wrestling. It's a WPAN. Nothing more, nothing less. Mondays, only on the NAI Network. I'm DC Matthews, the Pope of Positivity. And I'm Doc Manson, the only actual doctor talking about wrestling on the entire internet. At least until facts prove otherwise. And each weekend on the NAI Network, DC and Doc talk. We might talk about wrestling, but we probably won't. Maybe I'll just eat a bowl of cereal for 30 minutes. Live, on the air. It's entirely possible. It's happened before. Check out DC and Doc talk every weekend on the NAI Network. I'm Anthony Stefano. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. I'm Phil Cataldo. What do we know about wrestling? We don't just know wrestling. We live it. Every week, the fans on social media disrespect each other. Welcome to the consequences. WWE, New Japan, the Indies, we're talking about all of you. We shield wrestling fans from injustice. Every Friday. On the NAI Wrestling Network. The Hounds are here. Anthony Stefano, Glenn Rodriguez. Phil Cataldo. This, this is Rant with Ant. And welcome back. You are listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. I am Jamie Jamikowski. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, my comrade-in-arms, my tag team partner, if you will, the amazing Scotty Slade, and our special guest host tonight. We've got former professional wrestler, former Chaotic Wrestling Management, former Chaotic Wrestling Booker, Tarzan Taylor, Matt Spectro, Matt Hiltz, and on load from the WPA and the wrestling podcast about nothing, referee on, what is it, an extended hiatus? That's it. Michael Crockett. Hello. So, so again, thank you guys for joining us. Welcome back. Now, Matt, you and I actually didn't know each other real well when you first came on board to Chaotic Wrestling. You had worked for us a few times. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you were in charge and you were my booker. That's just how <laughs> things it, used it to happen. happen very fast. Literally, it, it, it <laughs> happened that way. So we didn't really know each other that well until we kind of started chatting. And we realized we actually had a lot of similar interests outside of wrestling. Um, when we would talk wrestling, a lot of times we would agree on things we liked and disliked. But one thing we were both big fans of is comic books and superheroes. Now, when did you get hooked on comics and get into comic books in general? Oh, comic books, yeah. that Even more so than wrestling is pretty much, I don't remember a time in my life where I didn't read them. I think as young as, I think as young as I can remember, I remember reading comic books. So probably uh, my old, probably my whole life. And then Slade, I know very early on after we had met, uh, we realized that you had a mutual interest as well. And I believe in my will, all of my comic books and collectibles are, are willed to oh, you. Could you imagine? Because you requested that a, a number of years ago. And, um, and Mike Crockett's here. He has a cat. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, likes, he likes some comics. He likes some he comics. He used to back in the day. Right. A, sure, little bit, yeah. a little bit more old school. Now he only watches required viewing movies. Thank you. Yes. But one thing I will say is uh, I think we're all kinds of fans. And what's super popular right now are our superhero shows on TV. You know, on the CW network, you've got a whole slew of them now, from Supergirl to The Flash, The Arrow to The Legends of Tomorrow. Netflix has all the Marvel ones. There are some Marvel ones on ABC, um, Legends of Shields, and I believe Inhumans 
Is that still on or is that gone already? Uh, that I don't know. If, I don't know if it's been canceled. So now with so many of them, I'll I'll start with I'll start with you, Matt. Is there some mutant show on Fox? Or there is. Oh, uh, there's Gotham as well uh, yeah, on Gotham, Fox. Yeah. Now, which ones are you watching, if any, right now? Uh, the superhero shows now. I only watch the Flash, and I watch the Netflix Marvel shows. I watched the first season of Agents of Shield, and uh, that's it. I don't think I watch any of the other CW shows, and I don't watch Inhumans. Now, did, do any of or, you watch? I watched three episodes of Gotham. Did any of you watch Gotham? No. Uh, just a couple episodes. I gave up early. I tried, Me and too, I, yeah. I couldn't. Really and this quick. is from Mr. Batman. Mr. Yes. Batman. I, I will watch anything Batman except for that. That was, I couldn't get into it. I thought it was terrible. I thought they were just. From poop. what I'm told, it gets better. Well, just no, never, it doesn't. I've never given it a second shot. No, they were just they were just pooping all over the legacy of, of, <laughs> of the Batman. Malona says it gets better. Yeah, that's what, Take that's that for what it's heard. worth. I don't, I don't know. By season two. I don't believe a thing that guy says. So. <laughs> now, Slade, which ones do you watch regularly? Uh, the Flash. I watched uh, the first two seasons of Arrow. Um, the Legends of Tomorrow. Um, the ones on Netflix. Across the board. I give at least all of them a shot at one point or another. It's just whether or not I have the time or the consistency to follow through with all of them. But. And Crockett, how about you? Which ones have you been a fan of? I am just Netflix Marvel. I watched some of Arrow, the first season on Netflix, uh, but I got away from it and haven't gone back to it. But it's just been the Netflix stuff. Now, I've heard rave reviews. A lot of people like those Netflix Marvel shows. What what makes them so great? What what makes you what allows well, what, you guys? What's to... your favorite part about the the Netflix? You know Marvel what? Shows? There's so much to like <laughs> on the Netflix Marvel shows. I can't narrow it down. I mean, critically to just one acclaimed. Thing. I mean, I know that uh, when Daredevil first came out, it was everybody was talking about it, and I remember yeah. talking to you saying, yeah, "Jamie, you have to watch this." It's revolutionary. This is like changing the uh, superhero game. Like I said, there's so much to like about them. It's tough to narrow it down. I've never seen one minute of one <laughs> Netflix Marvel show. Not a one. Not one second. What have you been doing? You wouldn't even give it a shot. Why not? What? I tried. What, what Julian Starr? That just doesn't look good to me. I'm not going to watch it. I don't it. like no. sci-fi. Give <laughs> me the Matrix. He's no. on season three of Glee. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> that, that gym teacher, I, I think I think she's going to be trouble for the Glee kids. Um, now with, the two with, broke girls is with all together. this. I don't know <laughs> what to do now. <laughs> Free time in your schedule. You know, that's another episode where we'll talk about um, shows that end without a finale. Because we, we don't know if the blonde on two broke girls is going to get married or what's going to happen to her because the show, the show just ended abruptly. But uh, so no, you, none of the Netflix. I've tried, and believe me. Have uh, you tried with Daredevil? I, been- that was the one I tried. How many? What really? I didn't even think you put on the first episode. I did, and he gets hit by a car or something, and then the chemicals spill in his face, and then he's blind. Well, spoilers, folks. This is <laughs> oh come on, Daredevil's blind. That's that's the first seventeen <laughs> seconds of the show. Well, what do you like then? You seem to have shit on Gotham. You shit on no, Netflix. No, I, I didn't. No, no. To be fair, I, yes, I, I I I shit on Gotham. I, I didn't do that to Netflix. I've just never gotten into them. I just whenever. I'm going to watch it. There's something else that kind of... Is there a DC bias here or is it... Oh, there's a strong DC um, bias for me. Well, I'm definitely... Some people only watch one or the other and some people like myself watch both. Well, the problem is is the reason why I'm trying to get him to watch it is at least with Daredevil, because it's on Netflix and they, they uh, and it's a Netflix original, they are allowed to be a little bit more edgier than if it was on actual public uh, cable. Yeah. And so there's scenes where... Um, I love public cable. The, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> Dickhead. Anyway, um, 
like the scene where the kingpin, the one of the guys gets word kingpin's looking after him, and he just completely like, jams his face right into that pole. Yeah, like there's that you will not see on television. Um, but on Netflix, season one spoiler, come on. <laughs> it allows that like gritty approach to something like Daredevil, which is needed because, you know, just like when Kevin Smith used to write for Daredevil, one of the better uh, Daredevil runs. Um, yeah, I finally did something good. <laughs> uh, but that's what it needs. It needs that gritty approach. So uh, that doesn't sound any more. Appealing but we're still to me. waiting for an answer from Jamie. Jamie Tyler. What do you actually like? I actually I, I watch all the CW shows. I all watch right. I watch all four. I got into uh, I got into Arrow. What? You have a sarcastic comment? I yeah, saw the look on your face. Because as soon as you go, I'm into all the CW shows. Of course you are. It's your, it's your uh, logo. That's true. I didn't <laughs> even think of that. Uh-huh. Um, for another 45 days. But um, no, I, I watched all the CWs. got into Arrow first. I actually like The Flash a lot um, for the exact opposite reason of why you like Daredevil. I like the fact that in general, The Flash is lighter in tone. It's like an enjoyable, especially this season. I don't know if you started watching this season yet. I'm on season three. The, 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 the lighter tone is back. And it's just it's just a fun superhero show. It's like the superhero shows I want to watch. Yeah, and I, I don't want to jump the ship, but Flash right now is actually my favorite show like of all time. I think it's hands down from start to where we are right now. It's especially for television, it grips me and it, it pulls me in at the end of every show. It's not these lazadate whatever the word is. I'm looking lackadaisical. For. There you go. Thank you. It's not, none of the that nature where it's just we're kind of like coasting through the season. I think Flash really had some strong points and made you actually care about the character. Yeah, and the other thing I like about, and again, you asked me earlier, Matt, about uh, my comic preferences. I'm definitely like Team DC. I love DC. I've read everything DC ever. I've read Rebirths. I've read 52s. I've read you name them. I've, I've read them. And what I like that the Flash does is they do like cute little nods and little little nods to the DC universe. You know, and, and I don't know if any of you are up to date on Arrow. But uh, they did a big name drop this season for the first time ever. Who they oh, I should have saved this for for the for the for the pops yeah. pop quiz. Yeah. But actually, uh, Ollie Queen was doing a news conference. Spoiler, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. This, has, this has no big effect on anything. <laughs> but during the news conference, he uh, actually says something. He references, "Well, I don't know." Was Bruce Wayne in Star City this weekend? Oh. So we finally have confirmation that Bruce Wayne and therefore Batman exist. In the CW Arrowverse. Weird. Very excited. Jamie J. Mikowski is selling chaotic wrestling. Arrow makes a nod that Bruce Wayne may appear on the show. Hmm. Timelines are just uh, slowly <laughs> running parallel to each other. Why? Is there a parallel Earth where, where Bruce Wayne slash Batman is a 46-year-old really out of shape? Um, yeah, you Dark know. Knight Returns. All right, cool. That's where, then, he beats, that's where he beats up Superman. Then get me my exo suit and uh, I'll be ready to go. <laughs> if they bring Bruce Wayne in on Arrow, it'll be another actor, right? Just like, I don't understand why they have the Flash, the TV show, and then there's a different Flash coming up in Justice League, the movie. See, Michael, you need to understand the concept. What's of- wrong with you? Why is that a problem? You read comics, don't you? Yeah. And when comics and they have different artists across the board and you don't sit there and complain that it's yeah. not the same strokes. I, I think it would be awkward if they did an Iron Man show and it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. I'm going to have to side with Crockett on this one. They can't <laughs> afford Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> It's a parallel universe. Not to mention the Justice League movie looks like ass. No, that's what I'm saying, just to get myself out of this debate. (laughs) We are not going to talk about the Justice League movie with Matt at this table, all right? So, all right, so positive. Favorite, is it Flash? Currently, uh, my favorite show on TV, uh, my current superhero show is Flash. Oh, wow, look at that. It's across the board. No, that's Daredevil for me, but... Well, Daredevil is a close second. I went back and forth the whole ride over here. 
So Daredevil is the best. Flash is, I would say, is the second best. Well, I was going to say, and this one might oh, yeah, actually. Right. Mike's here. Yes. Right. Hi. <laughs> How do you do? Um, I was going to say Jessica Jones, which I, I don't understand why, Jamie, you wouldn't be right on top of this. Not literally, but <laughs> Jessica Jones. Well, I know because it's the actress. It's Kristen Ritter who was on uh, The Bitch in Apartment 2B. I used to watch that sitcom when sure. that was on. It's the B in Apartment 2B. Oh, the B in Apartment 2B. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> so Breaking Bad as well. No, I the, I thought the the heel on that show, the you know the main yeah. heel is Doctor Who tremendous. Yes, thank you. Was tremendous. Kilgrave was awesome, and I thought that was a fantastic show. So I don't. I think you should watch it, Jamie. Well, don't I have to watch Daredevil to understand Jessica Jones to understand the Defenders. To, it just seems like a lot of work now. It just seems like I don't know. I feel like the ship has sailed on me. Oh boy. It's kind of funny because I haven't watched Defenders yet because I haven't finished Iron Fist. Well, let's go. Oh, wait, then. there's an Iron Fist too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jumping Jesus. No. Let's go to worst uh, current. Oh, it's Tarzan's current? driving the train here. I like this. <laughs> uh, I, didn't Tarzan, know, I didn't know it had to be worst. Tarzan's current. pushing us through the booking sheet. It's the biggest <laughs> letdown or worst. Uh, I mean, we're not talking all time. I uh, you could do all time. Oh, yeah, because okay. coming into this, I, I was going to go real like old school. Which is. The Swamp Thing cartoon really bummed me. <laughs> I don't out. even remember the Swamp that. Thing cartoon. <laughs> what did that run? Like wow. six episodes? Yeah, yeah, that's why it was the biggest letdown. Look, I loved Swamp Thing as a kid. I had all the action figures, stuff like that. I was pumped for the cartoon, and then what the channel was that on? I was like ten years old. How am I supposed to remember that? We used to See, have dials. I won't say what my all-time worst is because I had to think about that. But I will tell you, like my guilty pleasure, the one I like that you guys are gonna berate me for. Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. <laughs> loved that show. I Absolutely loved that show it. when it was on. Yeah, I think I've seen Dean Cain as Superman was tremendous. Terry Hatcher, Lois Lane, she's a smoke. Until then, while that show was on, she appeared naked in the movie, and she looked terrible. Um, <laughs> and that kind of ruined it for me. But, uh, but what, what about you guys, to, to kind of wrap this up a little bit? Uh-huh. What are some of your all-time favorites or all-time worsts? Well, favorites, obviously, the ones I mentioned. I always had a soft spot for The Incredible Hulk show. Uh, from the seventies, you know. <laughs> Can I just say that I was so frightened of the Incredible Hulk <laughs> as a kid? <laughs> I was, you know, I was like when it came on. It was in nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah, I like was 15. like two years old. <laughs> I was very scared of Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> you know what? I one of the ones I liked from that old uh, from that time frame. I don't know if any. I'm older than all of you, but the old uh, Shazam and ISIS. On Saturday mornings. I, I do remember that. I mean, yeah. that big, oh, mighty ISIS. ISIS, ISIS, ISIS. <laughs> that was me doing an echo because we can't afford echo effects yet. No. That's no. <laughs> Soon. Yeah, growing up for me, it was uh, it was the animated uh, X-Men show that I was addicted to. See, I'm not going to cop out and say my favorite animated of all time was either you know anim- Batman the Animated Series or the old Super Friends. I used to love um, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yep. Spider-Man with and Iceman and uh friend. Firestar. Firestar. <laughs> they had an hour-long block of Spider-Man and his amazing friends, and they had an animated Hulk. Yeah. Okay. And that's what basically got me into comics. I started watching that cartoon, and then I went to the newsstand and said, I have to get a Hulk comic. Newsstand. Pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, give me a nickel <laughs> extra, for extra. Ten-cent <laughs> Batman faces the penguin. <laughs> ah, the troopers had no overseas to give Hitler the what for. <laughs> Watch Captain America knock out Hitler. <laughs> I just say biggest letdown worse is the Iron Fist show. I hated the Iron. I was so excited for that show, and it's so bad, so bad. That's why I haven't watched Defenders. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I can't yeah. watch the episodes. I don't want to watch the next one. This is so bad. I love that character Iron Fist gives a kid. That show stinks so bad. They had like one good episode. The rest of it's just garbage. Like I said, I haven't seen haven't seen Iron Fist because I haven't seen 
<laughs> Jessica Jones because I haven't seen Daredevil, so I'll, I'll have to do some catching up over the holidays. And I saw three episodes of Gotham, and I just said, "This is yeah, I gave stupid. up on Gotham. I'm not gonna watch it anymore." So. And then all the uh, Legends of Shield or Agents of Shield that and, was uh, terrible. Inhumans, oh, yeah. yeah, that was Inhumans. Never have you watched the um, DC um, Heroes of Tomorrow? I do. It's good. That's kind of to me. That's like the fourth string. That's kind of the that's, backup show. If I was gonna say, if we're talking guilty pr- pleasure, like a show that's like underratedly like okay, like good. Yeah. It's, it's not going to win any awards, and it's still just fun to watch. That's a, that's a good one. And for me, watch me bring it all full circle to the For the Pops concept. Uh, the reason we watch Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl in our house is because I do have a 14-year-old teenage daughter. So she's kind of into Supergirl. She likes Supergirl. As and long as she doesn't watch Teen Titans Go, then you're fine. No, and that's uh, that's another topic for another day. Um, shows that will ruin your childhood <laughs> entirely. <laughs> so, um, so I know... I know Matt and, and Crockett, I know you guys are excited for what's coming up ne- coming up next. Uh, Scotty's already flexing his muscle over here because he thinks he's some kind of champion. But when we come back, champion. we are going to do the For the Pops pop quiz, where we have a whole bunch of pop culture questions to quiz the three of you on to see just how much you know about current pop culture events. We'll be right back with more of For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out welcome back to for the pops right here on the nai pop network i'm jamie jamikowski tonight with my co-host scotty slade our special guest production engineer and co-host from the WPAN Wrestling Podcast about nothing, Michael Crockett, and our good friend, Tarzan Taylor, Matt Spectro, Matt Hiltz. We are now at our favorite part of the show, gentlemen, as we are going to go to the For the Pops Pop Quiz. This is where I've got five questions that are laid around pop culture because my goal when everybody stops listening to this podcast, I want all the guys who are listening out there to be able to walk out here with a little bit of extra knowledge so they can talk to their wives, to their girlfriends, to their teenage kids, or perhaps even to some of the soccer moms at the local soccer field. So you'll have a little bit better understanding of what they're talking about. So we're not just Scotty Slade is trying to keep Matt sorry, from seeing I the have answers. To keep hitting that folder. I'm the, watching Tarzan trying to. The cheat. answers aren't on the sheet. Oh, okay. the answers all right, are all, all right. in See, my head. I didn't head, know gentlemen. that. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry for those listening at home. Jamie has the sheet of questions. So and Tarzan's eyes are just I bugging couldn't out. see that thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen him look at his phone, right? Yeah. It's up against his nose. So if everybody's ready, we're gonna get started with the for the pops pop quiz. Question number one. It's one of Scotty's favorite types of questions where I've gone to my 14-year-old teenage daughter and asked Nikki for a current cool or slang term. Oh, boy. And I'm going to ask you guys, what does it mean? Oh, man. This week, the term is Gucci. What does it mean if something is Gucci? It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's fly. It's sweet. It's awesome. It's fly. It's sweet. It's awesome from Scotty Slade. Michael? Uh, it's... 
it looks very like something a rich person would wear. So expensive. Yes, thank it looks you. Expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's the one. Oh, I mean Gucci is it's a expensive purse, I think, uh, the actual Gucci thing. So Mike's got to be in the right ballpark. Uh, so, man, Which Mike? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Rockets, I guess. Uh, something looks expensive. I'm sorry, everybody's incorrect. Ooh, that means it's still a tie. <laughs> Believe it or not, Gucci is is much less exciting than what you all think. Gucci actually is a synonym, synonym for fine or cool or chill. So, if somebody said to you, hey, how was the party you went to last night? Oh yeah, you know what? It was Gucci. It was calm, it was cool, it was chill, but it was nothing special. So nobody scored on that. So that um, means that every uh, morning when I wake my daughter up, I go, Gucci, Gucci, goo. All right, apparently it's a uh, cool, cool, We're going to cool. feel like 100 by the time we're finished with this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question number two. Uh, the score is zeros all around. Disney Channel recently announced that it's rebooting the Halloween classic movie, Hocus Pocus. Garbage. What star of the original slammed the new production, saying, and I quote, I know it's cheap. It's going to be cheap. I'm going to say Bette Midler. Scotty Slade comes in with Bette Midler. Michael Crockett. Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. No, it's uh, Bette Midler. It is Bette Midler. <laughs> yep, Bette Midler came out. She was asked what she thought about Disney Channel remaking the movie. And as only the divine diva Bette Midler can, she said, I know it's cheap. It's going to be cheap. So it sounds like Bette will not be making any cameos or reprising any roles in the new Disney Channel production of Hocus Pocus. I was now, hoping Jamie, uh, Tarzan would have to say the other woman. <laughs> the one from <laughs> Sister Hat. No one knows her name. Kathy New Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was easy. Now, do you have women in your house who are fans of Hocus Pocus? Yes. Uh, my, I wouldn't say my wife's a huge fan when you watch it. My ex-girlfriend. Uh, maybe uh, oh. My ex liked it a lot. See, I think that's like fairly recent. Like I just found out that there's like this whole. Did I just call it my girlfriend. About no, I don't think it's a phenomenon. Because I met my wife um, down in Disney for the not so scary. Oh, <laughs> the not so scary party that they host at Disney. Uh, at least for some time now, they do this whole hocus pocus show. So I mean, it's like a big deal. Yeah. Well, right now, uh, Matt and Slade, they have one point each. Crockett, you've still got a big old goose egg, but I have confidence in you that you're going to get it back. Thank you. Question number three: What reality show currently in its 16th season? had the first incident of cheating in its history, disqualifying a contestant and taking away their $25,000 weekly prize. I was just seeing if Crockett's eyes lit up because if it was, that was it, it was going to be Big Brother, so that's not the case. So, Michael, uh, since Slade brought up your name, we'll start with you. Current reality show just kicked somebody off for cheating and took away their $25,000. There was an inside competition where there was a bonus prize of twenty-five grand. They won it and then they took it away when they found out they were cheating. So... Crockett, you're first. Wow, it, it's definitely not Survivor because they have like 30 something seasons. Oh, thank you. That's um, what I was going to say. Oh, damn yeah, it. Thanks for helping me what? out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ass. Um, wow. Hey, we need an answer. Uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy? That's a famous reality show. That started in 2001. <laughs> well, okay, so I mean. Every long-lasting reality show I can think of is terrible, and Crockett loves it, and he didn't guess any of them, so he would know if it was Big Brother or Amazing Race or Survivor. <sighs> what the hell other reality shows are there? That, are, uh, that was my problem, Tarzan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Project Runway. All right. Project Runway. And this is a reality show. It's a reality show. Not a game show. <laughs> it's a reality show. Okay. You know what? What? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say Survivor. You're gonna say Survivor. Yeah. So we have Survivor. We have Project Runway and that famous reality show Jeopardy. Because you said 16? 16. I feel like I was like 16 years old when they had the first Survivor. Right, but there are usually two seasons uh, per year. Else to, oh, damn it. Points go to Tarzan as the answer was Project Runway. Oh! <laughs> yeah. uh, on Project Runway, the contestants are not allowed to use any outside tools other than what's in their room. And uh, the, the gal that won the weekly competition, it was found out later that she had actually had a tape measure and was using the tape measure back at the apartment to measure certain things so her measurements would be more accurate when she got into the competition itself. So she got she won the weekly challenge, found to be cheating. They kicked her off the show, and they took the $25,000 back. We should have known he had the right answer. I mean, this guy used to watch Mob Wives, so clearly he's right on that right, <laughs> right channel. My wife, huge fan of Mob Wives. Loves Mob the Wives. Big, big fan. <laughs> so right now the score is uh, Tarzan has two, Slade oh, has one, goodness. and Mike Crockett we're still happy to have you right here on the For but the Pops. But this is question four. This is question number four. He deserves negative points. Four for points for this one, right? Okay. He deserves negative points for that. Question Jeopardy. number four. Just this week, Disney announced the casting of their live-action Lion King movie, which will be similar in style and theme to their recent movie, The Jungle Book. Who did they announce as the voice of Nala? I know who Timon and Pumbaa are. This time we're going to start with with you, Tarzan. For the new Lion King movie, whom did they announce will be the voice of Nala? That's the girl that Simba made. Correct. She's a lion. Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with... uh, Let's go... Who the hell is... Who's young and famous? Uh, I know the answer. We need an answer. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, let's go with uh, that girl from uh, Modern Family. What the hell's her name? The girl from Modern Family. Ariel something? I Ariel Winter? So. There you go. Ariel <laughs> Winter. <laughs> Slade? Uh, Beyonce. Slade says Beyonce. The answer is Beyonce. Beyonce was announced as the voice of Nala. So right now we've got Slade and Tarzan tied at two apiece. Michael's now got one. On the and board. here we go to our last question. What celebrity couple is rumored to be getting back together after being spotted spending a day together and her subsequently breaking up with her boyfriend of 10 months, The weekend. So we need the name of a celebrity couple. I'll give a point for each person that you know. It means Crockett could come back and win. That's right. (laughs) If Crockett, does everybody think? What celebrity couple is rumored to be getting back together after being spotted spending a day together and her subsequently breaking up with her boyfriend of 10 months, The weekend. Now, what you guys think, I will let everybody know, I had no idea The weekend was a person. I actually thought The weekend <laughs> oh, was a... Oh, I thought... <laughs> I thought, no, The weekend is not a time period. It's not a band. The weekend is actually a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fella's name is The weekend. Wait, that's his name? She broke up with The weekend. That's his name. Yes, and now she's back together, rumored to be back together. Yes. So she... I'm actually more fascinated that a guy's name's The weekend. And it's spelled without a, a third E. So it's W-E-E-K-N-D. So it's like week, weekend, like second... Here. He does that song. I can't not, feel my face when I'm with you. None of this is going to help you. Get oh, the answer to this question. No, no, I was just blown away by the weekend. <laughs> All right, so Sky Slate, we need nice an answer from you. What celebrity couple is rumored to be getting back together? Wow, this makes for scintillating listening. <laughs> just dead silence. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. We need an answer. I got nothing. I'm sorry, Sky Slate. You are out of time. <laughs> Mike Crockett, Bieber and Gomez. 
Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. Well, it's not Chris Pat, Pratt and Anna Faris. Um, Tarzan banging out the other celebrity breakups. That's a good one. I'll go with uh, Chris Brown and Rihanna. Chris Brown and Rihanna. The correct answer, and storming back from all the no! way behind, getting both names in, winning the bonus points, no! Michael Crockett with yeah! Justin Bieber and Selena yeah. Gomez. It's funny because I, I thought of Bieber, and I didn't know what his name was. I was like, oh, the kid that just uh, sings all those tunes that those young people like. You had the hair and stuff. Yeah. Come on, you don't need to know the name. And ironically, the reason uh, we're actually taking a point away from you, Scotty Slade. Wait, oh, point away? Is during our last episode, uh, Selena Gomez was the subject of one of the questions last week, too. So this one was really geared to feed it right into you. So congratulations to Michael Crockett for winning this week's For the Pops Pop Quiz. Thanks. And as long as we're thanking everybody, I want to thank our guests this evening. I want to thank Tarzan Taylor, Matt Hiltz for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thanks for talking wrestling, superheroes, and pop culture with us. Pleasure to be here. Michael, thank you, and thank Brian Malone for lending you to us tonight from the WPAN. Where can we catch you on the on the interweb? Well, we are at the WPAN on Twitter, and you can listen to the wrestling podcast about nothing on the NAI Wrestling Network. That's the same network where you find the New Age Insiders themselves. That is on Mondays, and we are on our own feed on Thursdays. Just look up WPAN on all podcast platforms, and you can find the wrestling podcast about nothing. And so to keep that rolling, Jamie, our Twitter handle, it is for the pops. It is for the pops. So you can find us on Twitter. We also have a Facebook page. Um, I'm Scotty Slade. This is Jamie J. Mikowski for Tarzan. I mean, Matt Hiltz, Mike Crockett. Thank you for listening for our second installment of For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. <laughs>